This is Library Nerds with Words, the podcast that gives you the word on all the cool, nerdy happenings at Peter White Public Library and the library universe beyond. From books and concerts to search engines and story times, the library nerds are in and ready to show you that being a nerd can be cool. Get ready, get set, get nerdy. Welcome back to another episode of Library Nerds with Words, the podcast that gives you the word on all the cool things happening at Peter White Public Library and the library universe beyond from the people who know it best, library nerds. I'm Marty Ackett, the adult programming coordinator for Peter White Public Library, and joining me in the fortress of nerddom this week is Jenny Kilpola, communications coordinator for Peter White. Welcome back, Jenny. Thanks for having me. You know, I'm. it's confession time. Jenny and I share an office, so we are literally always in the Fortress of Nerddom all week. Um, we talk about the goings-on at Peter White and the greater library universe beyond, and quite a bit, along with our love for kumquats, the Olympics, and shaved ice, which we haven't had yet, but will soon have. <laughs> so recording this episode is sort of like letting listeners eavesdrop on what goes on in our little nerd clubhouse all the time. But before we get down to business discussing what's on your mind today, Jenny, we are going to play another round of Word on the Nerd. You know how this goes. I'm going to ask you three library nerd questions about yourself, and you have to answer them for the listeners. So, Jenny, are you ready to play? Word on the nerd. Jenny, this is going to be a little game of would you rather again. I'm going to ask you three would you rather questions, and you have to truthfully answer them. And all of these questions have to do with books in some way, shape, or form. So the first question is sort of based on comic books. Would you rather be mortal on an immortal planet or immortal on a mortal planet? <laughs> well, I think immortal could be really frustrating. Yeah. You could never die. That doesn't mean you can't make mistakes, right? Or have people around you die. Well, that's it. I, that's is what with this question I'm thinking. Yes, but the people that you love are going to die. You know. Um, yeah. So I'm. I don't. I. This one is really hard for me. Yeah, I think I would rather. And the other thing I think about immortality is when you know that you're immortal. Um. Just. How you take risks, how you savor mm -hmm. things, it might just be different. Now, maybe not, because if you're immortal and you've lived a really long time, you realize everybody else, everything around you is going to change. And right. You won't. Right. I feel like that would be sad. <laughs> um, other than enjoying a beautiful place, if it is beautiful, mm -hmm. I don't know what this place is. So. Right. It could be a really, really terrible, terrible planet. So I think I'd rather be mortal because I think you just um, have more of an opportunity not to take things for granted. Okay. And um, everybody around you is going through 
a similar experience. We can all relate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very hard. It would be very hard for anyone to relate to someone who's immortal. Right. Um, yeah, I I agree with you, I think. Um I, I mean, you see you see movies and read books about like immortal creatures, like, say, vampires or something like that. And, you know, they always seem really miserable <laughs> for the most part. They really do. These immortal characters seem miserable. And plus, there's a touch to then of if you never are dying or mm-hmm. seemingly aging, everyone's going, what's going what's on? Go, what's going on? Yeah. It just. Okay. Well, well, there we go. (laughs) Okay. So we'll, we'll say mortal on an immortal planet then. All right. So here's your second question. Would you rather read only the first page of a book or read only the last page of a book? I saw a quote the other day that was, um, the only sad thing about a book is that it ends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think I would have to go with the beginning. Beginning? Really? Because I could create something in my head. But oh, so you could get just the... an ending. I wouldn't know how we got there. Mm. I wouldn't know. I mean, just reading an ending, you have no idea what the journey was to get here. So the satisfaction you have of getting to the end, mm-hmm. you only read. When you say the ending, do you mean the last page? The la- well, let's say the last few pages. Yeah, so it, it just might be hard to... Mm. To do to get to understand what the lesson is or what mm-hmm. it's all tied together. Some books I think you could, other books mm. not so much. But see, you're looking at a person right now who always reads last page first because I, for me, I don't want to waste my time and read a book and then get to the ending of the book and go, that really sucked. <laughs> I just don't want to do that. Um, but I have been trying to force myself, like for for instance, like I um I just finished The Wicked Sister yeah. by Karen Dion, which is a thriller and it's kind of a mystery and everything like that. I so wanted to read those last pages, yeah. but I literally forced myself not to. And I'm happy that I didn't do that. Right. So um, but I I do agree with you though that if you read the beginning, then you can actually make up what happens from there if you want in your head. Right. You or you can. I mean, it would lead me wanting maybe to come back to it eventually. But if that was all I could do, I would still have a framework to just have hope in my mind. Mm -hmm. Think about what could come. Yeah. And I, I mean, truly, I mean, good books, good authors. I mean, they really work hard on those beginnings to make sure that they really hook you. So, I mean, beginnings are really, really something. So. All right. Well, you you haven't converted me, but I see where you're coming from. All right. So here's your last question, Jenny. Would you rather consume butterbeer from the Harry Potter series or a Wonka bar from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Can't have both, huh? No, you cannot have both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> butterbeer sounds amazing, and honestly, I've never had it. I, I I've have recipes and I've never yeah had yeah. Road, I mean, Willy Wonka was my childhood. Mm-hmm. The film, right? Yep. And so I'm gonna have to go with the chocolate bar. I mean, just I I think at one point I made a golden ticket and like bought a Hershey bar, and, like, wrapped it. <laughs> so 
for nostalgia's sake, probably that. And just, I think it would probably be the most delicious tasting chocolate ever. I mean, yeah. the chocolate river, everything about that place mm-hmm. makes me want to try something. Yeah, I, I will say I would go with the Wonka bar just because, I mean, I've been to Harry Potter World and I've had the butterbeer there. By the way, if you ever get the chance... Well, you can get it two ways. You can get it like in a in a frozen form. That's sort of like a slushy, which is the best way to get it. Okay, and but you can get it like just as a drink too. And it it it's really good. It's really really good. Um, but um, you know, I I don't. I think that they are trying to approximate what I. You know, I don't. When I read those books, butterbeer sounded so good, and I mean, I was excited to taste it. But, you know, it just doesn't live up to what you have in your imagination, too. So um, so we'll never have a real butterbeer from Harry Potter, from Hogwarts. And we'll never have really a Wonka bar. I mean, they make that. I, I think when I was a kid, they made Wonka, they had Wonka stuff out there. But I was always disappointed by it. So anyway, OK. And I would go with the chocolate bar, too. You just have to go to Switzerland, buy chocolate, pretend it's, pretend a, it's a Wonka bar. Yeah. So. All right. And there it is. We've come to the end of this game of Word on the Nerd, this time with Jenny Kilpola, Communications Coordinator for Peter White Public Library. And now the time has come for you to share what's on your mind today. So, Jenny, why don't you give us the word? All right. What's your word today, Jenny? Well, the library is up. Working on some exciting strategic opportunities. <laughs> we look ahead um, every few years to just make sure that we're delivering what people want. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're a public entity. We try and provide information to people in whatever various forms people want to receive it in. Right. And we know that's changing so much faster than it ever has before. Right. So finding out from people what they're going to want is really important because it helps us prioritize where we put our money. Right. Is that live streaming programs? Right. We're going to continue to want to do that. Um, I, I'm going to guess people are going to say yes. That's For the live streaming, really yeah. really popular. So we have focus groups coming up mm-hmm. where we're asking anybody who wants to join um, to sign up for one. I think it's eight people per group. And those are on June 13th, which is Monday. Okay. Um, and if they can't make the in-person on June 13th, um, we have two other opportunities to do virtual sessions with a strategic planner that we've hired. Okay. There's also a community survey on our website. So if you aren't able to do any of that, but you'd still like to give us your feedback mm-hmm. on what you like about the library, what you think you'd like even more. Right. Because some people say, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but we want to stay great. Right. Um, so if you're interested in any of that, mm-hmm. um, you can go to our website, pwpl.info, and there is, under the About tab, there's everything on strategic planning, mm-hmm. what we're doing, who we hired to do it, who's on the strategic planning committee. Mm-hmm. Um, that was all paid for by a generous donor. Okay. All right. Because they want us to look forward as well. So. I think it's going to be great. It's always fun to hear what people have to say about yeah, us and yeah. come up with new ideas. I've been in a couple of those work sessions before in the past. So yeah, it it is. You know, I because I handed out little brochures for those for the focus groups and everything at a couple events, and 
I mean, I, what I got from people is I think everything is great. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, where do you want us to go in 10 years? And of course, some of the response from some of the people was 10 years. What makes you think I'm going to be here in 10 years? And I'm like, well, in a year, you still might be here. And and here's the thing, you know, Jenny and I have an idea of what we would like at the library and like to see. But that this library, I mean, even though we work here and, you know, we live and, and take books and, and use its resources, it's not ours. It's it's everybody's and we need to know what everybody wants. So, yeah. So this is this is your opportunity. If you're listening to this, you can still get involved in that. There's the survey. Um, I think this is dropping on the day that they're doing the June 13th. So, but you could still do one of those virtual sessions if you want. Sessions are Wednesday the 15th and Thursday the 16th. And we do have the focus groups run until 6 p.m. So, so, so if you hear this and you want to come in today. Yeah, um, you can do it. It's very possible that there's still open space. For All right. Well, there you go, everybody. Um, that's what you need to do. You need to let us know what you, where you want us to head in the next 10 years. So um, that's the word from Jenny Kilpola, Communications Coordinator for Peterway Public Library. But before we finish up, Jenny, we have to find out what you've been reading that's good. It's summertime. School just got out. People are heading to the beaches, woods, mountains, and cars on planes or trains. Do people really take trains? I guess people still take trains places sometimes. Um, but summer is also reading season in a way. Um, people have a lot more time to read. So, Jenny, what title do you think people should pick up off the shelf? Jenny, what's your recommendation for us today? Reading a lot recently. Mm -hmm. um, I think all that extra light at night. Yeah, it, 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 it's crazy. More energy. It doesn't get a little dark until like 10 o'clock oh. now. That's so fantastic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I just got through uh, reading The Lighthouse, Lightkeeper's Daughters. Okay. Um, which I thought was great. And I've been recommending to friends. And then this week, um, the Two Books, Two Communities group announced that that's one of their selections. All right. Fall. Mm -hmm. So um, if you read this recommendation, you'll be ready for the community discussion then in the fall. Mm -hmm. um, the book is about, um, it was, set, the reason I was drawn to it is because it's set on Lake Superior mm -hmm. and it's written by Jean Penvazal. So there's a woman who is in a nursing home and she, um, through a set of circumstances meets this delinquent teenager who's doing community service. Okay. And the woman has just learned that her brother's drowned at sea. Mm. on their father's old fishing vessel. Now, their father was a lighthouse keeper. On, I think it's called Porphyry Island. Okay. Near the Canadian side of Lake Superior. Um, and there's some secrets. Mm. And the, the more the woman speaks, she... Uh, oh, she's also blind. Okay. So she learns of this, and then people come to see her again because they're saying, you know, do you know why your brother would be out there? Can you answer some questions for us? And they bring her all of her brother's things. And it includes all of her father's journals. Mm. As a lighthouse keeper, he wrote down everything. Right. Some of them were, you know, saw this ship, this ship, this ship today. He would keep a log. But then he also had his private journals, which, um, you know, had to do with the family, mm -hmm. had to do with the seasons, the garden. Um, if they went into town, some lighthouse keepers would go in for the winter. Mm -hmm. They never did. 
um, you kind of you kind of get the foreboding sense that there's going to be some secrets here in the beginning. Right. And the woman kind of alludes to that. And so the teenager is with her wanting to make sense of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say much more than that because I feel like no, I'm giving some no, no spoilers, huh? <clears throat> It really was fantastic. Almost all set on this island mm. and this woman's memory of growing up with her twin sister and her brothers on this beautiful island. Okay. And just, um, she, you can tell she loves Lake Superior. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's excellent. Um, and if you read engaging. it, and if you read it now, you'll be all set in the fall. Um, because I think that they're bringing Jeannie Penswell here to the library for Two Books, Two Communities. So you'll get a chance, if you have questions or anything like that, um, to uh, ask her uh, Ask her those. I, when is that? Is that in, that's in October, isn't it? I think it starts in October. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, sometimes they do some programming is like the very end of September. Right. So I don't know that they've worked it all out. Right. Yet. And there's there's a few programs that will be and events that will be a, a, attached to this, too. So um, but yeah, there you go. Um, and there's a children's book, too, by uh, Jeannie Penswell. That that's you in the red canoe Me and you in the red canoe. So those are the those are the two books uh, for two books, two communities um, this this year this coming fall. So um, Jeannie Penswell, um, the light keepers daughters. Right. Okay. I got it right. Yeah. You, you want to say lighthouse keepers, but it's light keepers daughters. I do have to say, although I don't want to do any spoilers, it really is a thriller. I mean, there's some points where I was not expecting it to be as gripping and mm-hmm. kind of mysterious as it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I've had actually, when they were trying to book Jeannie for the, um, uh, for the two books, two communities, I exchanged some emails with her. Nicest person you'd ever want to exchange emails with. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so there you have it. Jenny's recommendation of a book that you should run out and pick up off the shelf. And we have come to the end of this week's episode of Library Nerds with Words. I want to thank Jenny Kilpula, Communications Coordinator here at Peter White Public Library, for sharing her summer nerd coolness with me today. Come back next week when I will sit down to chat with Ann Donahue, President of Peter White Public Library's Board of Trustees. Until that time, everyone, stay nerdy. Thank you for listening to Library Nerds with Words, Peter White Public Library's weekly podcast, giving you the word on what's cool at the library. The theme for the podcast is Happy Clappy by John Bartman, used courtesy of Pixabay. This episode was written and produced by Martin Ackett's and sponsored by Peter White Public Library. Until next week, pick up a good book, listen to some good music, watch a good movie, attend a great event, and remember, library nerds are the coolest people around.